Mishka Shabali is catching up with friends who are arguably more talented than him. Hi ho, Mishka Shabali here. Um, What's up, y'all? The this is gonna be a quick one. I just um I just recorded the podcast and doing the header now. The I I told myself I was gonna like allow myself to stretch out more on these and just sort of talk about what's going on in my life and how I'm doing and stuff. And I'm still getting over COVID and my brain just feels like mush. The um I've I've tested negative now for a week or more, um, but I still just uh, if I try to stand up for too long or to do too many things, I have like Jessica Tandy strength, where I can like do a thing for a moment and then I get shaky and then I have to sit down. The um, this is a great podcast. I the I've been waiting to do this. It, it's funny the everybody has a group chat that got them through covid um where you were texting two or three or four of your closest friends and that sort of communal bitch session is just what got you through the you know the isolation the separation the dread the anxiety and my chat thread was with um jt habersat and josh and brennan from the band heels um, mostly just shitting on Kyle Pogue and um, saying very mean things about him, the but also just you know talking about all the bullshit that we you know we've been going through. Um, I don't know why I haven't had uh, Josh McLean from Heels on the podcast yet. Maybe it's just because he's such he's gotten to be such an inner circle uh, person that I, you know it's like we text every day. I never think of him when I think of people to have on the podcast. But um, Josh is a great comic. He's half of the rock band Heels, a band I love so much that I tattooed them on my big, dumb body. And the um, Josh actually sings the theme song for the podcast. Um, I hit Heels up to do the theme. Um, so that is the earworm that you hear at the top of every podcast. Um, Josh has been through some shit these last couple of years, as have we all the, um, he is like the, he, I think he has the highest body count for the, the people around him who have died and the, to the point where it's as a friend, you don't know how to console him because it's like, it's almost like Jesus, Josh, another one. Like, are you just a, 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 you know, like Dexter type prolific serial killer where you, the, you just murder people around you by caring about them. The, um, so I know we talk a little bit about mucking through the pandemic and life on the road and, um, I don't know how challenging it is to just watch, you know, some of your closest friends go through shit times, but, um, I love Josh very much. I miss him terribly. Um, so please enjoy this podcast with Josh McLean from Heels. The I always say the best shit off mic, so I'm lear- I've learned to just just slam it right into the recording. The no, I um I was cold today. 
because it's like only whatever 105 degrees here <laughs> and the I still have the weird post covid fucking brain melt and I I got a chill so I grabbed uh, a shirt that was on my floor and threw it on and I was like, oh, I heels. I I know that band. The and didn't even connect like <laughs> connect until moments ago that I was like wearing the heels shirt to the podcast with Josh is like the you know <laughs> it's like wearing, guy. yeah it's like wearing the wearing the poison shirt to the poison concert. Oh, PCU uh, reference right out the gate. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> the, that's it. And we're done. The, and we're done. Have a good night, folks. This is as good as the podcast is going to get. The um, How are you, buddy? Hey, but dude, I am uh, I am ex- exhaustedly in a good mood. It is okay. Been, you're uh, your nephew has put me through the ringer today, but it's uh, uh, it's it's fine because he's rad. It's one of those kind of glow type days. You know, is that Brennan or 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 your actual child? Well, I did just receive a text from Brennan that says, and I quote, "I may be drunk, but my country name now is Piss Boss." I believe that's what he said. No, he said Big Piss because I was Big about to piss. read you his fucking tweet, that's which right. of like, if you want to talk to me about country music, refer me by my name, Big Piss. Big which... Piss. I love that we both got a message about <laughs> just the separately, yeah. <laughs> separately. It's like the. <laughs> Whenever Brennan starts drinking, it's like the, you know, the ticker in Times Square. Where it's like uh, the United States is uh, three billion dollars in debt, three billion and six dollars. It's like just Brennan oh, racking it's up like the, the bills. Doom clock from Watchmen. Oh <laughs> yeah. man, the, it's the best. Um, dude, have you had uh, COVID? No, I have not. I, I have not. Uh, keep keep doing that keep not getting it i mean the only reason i think that i have not gotten covid other than the fact i mask up at work and that kind of stuff is like you know we got pregnant right like a month and a half before covid hit so it was like under no uh, under no circumstances could we let this go home unless we have no choice you know what i mean unless it's just pure accident yeah uh, you know we've been i've been on lockdown like it's going out of style now for three years Dude, it was so weird coming through Memphis last spring and seeing you and Kara, and you guys both looked at me like, we're so happy to see you, we miss you so much, and the and if you come closer, we're going to attack. Oh, 100%. And, you know, the um, hack was, um, you know, told me about visiting his parents at, like, peak covid and he went to like go and give his mom a hug at the end of the trip because that's that's what you yeah. do. Good boys hug their moms. Uh-huh. And his stepdad like got stepped in between him and his mom, and he was like, <laughs> "Oh fuck! Like I'm disease." And uh, the, and also, uh, fuck you, you uh, fucking <laughs> motherfucker! That, like, I wish, that, I just, wish my dad. I wish my dad cared about his grandson's life that same way. To be perfectly <laughs> honest, it's been a lot of. I gotta tell you though, if you're gonna if you're gonna get pregnant, do it during a pandemic, because like the whole thing of like random people walking up and touching her stomach and stuff like that, gone. Oh man, that didn't happen once. Oh okay, uh, good. The, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And like like my none of those family members could just show up. They all had to like call beforehand and that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. on that level, it was actually pretty fucking nice to be perfectly honest. And I mean, yeah. we were just home together the entire time. Like I haven't spent more than. Uh, two days away from Gideon since he's been born. Wow. You know, and that can't be said for any man of my entire family for the last ever, generation-wise, ever. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, and so, I mean, I've seen more shit than I have living with alcoholics and junkies, but, you know, <laughs> it's cool. 
<laughs> at least at least it's shit in the family. At least at least it's it, uh, emitting from your genetic material. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah, fair enough. You, you made that little poop factory. It's, exactly. I have no excuses. I made that little shit machine. Yes, the dude. How are you? I we text <laughs> like just about every single day. The vilest shit, <laughs> the shit the that cannot be repeated stuff. here yeah. or anywhere. Well, we're the, also we're also different than even the people in our text group. Meaning, we're both like like drug survivors. You know what I mean? Like there are, there are certain yeah. jokes that I can make with you and one or two other people that like are just heinous in front of anybody else because they have no idea. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it's 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 like even more even more niche than the musician click or the comedian click is the is the oh dude I I should be dead at least four or five times over by this point. The drug you know, enthusiast kind of, click. Yeah, know, <laughs> the, dude. The, the that's the one of the things. Jesus sober drug enthusiast click on top of that yeah yeah (laughs) it's it's just getting more and more refined it's like the the it's just the two of us the porn (laughs) hub search that just gets you know the uh pretty blonde threesome uh greenish eyes uh tuesday at uh, the food court, 1996. This is yeah. one video yeah. and it only exists in my brain. But it's the, so good. It's oh God, so it's amazing. Are you good. kidding? I've been searching video. for that forever. No, the, man. Um, it's a, I mean, you know, our buddy JT uh, uh, has this whole new bit about pivoting and, and shit like that. But oh, like, God. really, that's been, that's been the last couple years for me in the last six months, even, you know what I mean? You know, it's like, we just, I just figured out how to be a dad in like January. And my son's about to be two. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just figured out my role. Let's go that route with it. You know what I mean? I yeah, out yeah. My, my strengths and what I'm good at, what I, I shouldn't be bothered with kind of a thing to a certain degree. And It, uh, it, it is mighty ironic that um, the comic who has a bit where he sh- shits on people for encouraging artists to pivot is the one motherfucker I know who has done it more <laughs> successfully than anybody else. The, when JT was like, COVID, toys, I win. <laughs> like, man, right? fuck you. The, yeah. Um, yeah, right. The uh, It's got to be so... I don't, man, it's it's funny because I I have such a hard time imagining you as a father, and also <laughs> fair, n- like not at all because yeah. I, I feel like you haven't changed. I mean, maybe yeah. it's just because like he's not old enough yet to to know all the drug references. <laughs> exactly. like, he just gets all of like fun, happy Josh without can any still of, like, speak the... freely in front of yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, dude, the uh, uh it's uh the amount of looks I still get when I'll run into somebody and they'll be like, Josh, you're oh, you're a dad? And then they'll realize that like, oh, you're kind of in the zone with this to a certain degree. By no means I don't want to, by by no means do I want to put it out there like I'm, I'm one of those super dads who's got it all figured out or any of that kind of crap, but I enjoy it. Like I did not for a long time because I thought we were past it. You know what I mean? Like I totally yeah. thought we were, yeah. we just wasn't going to happen. So in my head, I was like, we're going to tour. We can afford vacations and da, 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 da. And then of course we get pregnant. And then even after that, like even at the point where, I could start getting back to what I knew before because of COVID. And then now it's taking care of my mom. Like that's just not a non-starter right this second. So it's all about trying to fucking pivot and make it work as you can. And you know, this, that, and the other, and really making the shows that I can do make it fucking worthwhile. But at the same time, not doubling down chance wise. Cause I can't get this fucking kid sick yet. Yeah. He's only got, he's got two more shots for his vaccine. Kara wants to make sure he's completely vaccinated by altercation. So I can have a good time at altercation, Listen which is Kara. nice. It doesn't mean Listen any hugs, Kara. but at least not, me yeah. screaming at people to leave me alone 
Like, yeah. you know, during COVID, it's COVID now. You can't even do key bumps at a bathroom. Dude, I was, you that was the first thing I thought of when you said altercation is <laughs> because that, that, I mean, you know, now no they hold to... it at kick butt coffee, but it used to just be one key that yeah. everybody circled around in a parking lot. <laughs> like, okay, you're up. The, you know, yeah, you know, that was one of the one of the few times I've fallen off the wagon is is always where I'm at a bathroom stall and some dude just offers you a bump. You're like, wait, that's it? Like, not a whole lot. I ain't got to give you any money or anything. Like, why wouldn't I say yes to that? But now, yeah. thank God, I guess fentanyl is a good reason now to not yes, ever that, do that anymore. Yeah. Like, random drug use is completely out the fucking window. I I do feel like. Um... A lifetime of abusing drugs actually prepares you emotionally for parenthood. Oh, um, yeah. yeah the, I can see that. And, and, and lots of other things. You know, the um, I've learned to sort of talk myself down from um, panic attacks and just sort of like depression and bad to recognize my my mind as separate from myself from just years of doing too many mushrooms or bad acid or whatever. Uh-huh. Where you're like, the thing that you perceive to be real is not real. Oh, just dude, the amount of times where I'll have an instant inclination to do something while he's doing something. And I go, (laughs) just because you've seen that multiple times, Josh, and just because you've lived through it yourself does not mean in any way, shape or form that that is the right thing to do in this moment. And it really pivots to like to a certain degree of like, what would Kara do? in this situation you know what i mean or like or if i don't want him to be like me in this particular way what do i need to do in this moment that has never been done to me but i need to remember that this is just because you survive doesn't mean he needs to take the same shit you took in any way shape or form you know what i mean my you know my north star for emotional decision making is just to think about like what would my dad do and then do the fucking opposite yeah just but see there's that's that's the thing when you have uh uh i i I honestly sometimes wish i had much more of a clear cut just because me and my dad got problems but we also have fountains of great stuff together at the same time like he wasn't there a whole lot when i was a little kid because he was working and my mom left for a while but uh uh but when it came to later on in life like t-ball and all that kind of shit and hunting and all, he was there for every single stereotypical thing you could possibly think of during those times. And then I found that he never really stopped partying until not too long ago. <laughs> so like the fact that he was part and never missed any of that is beyond impressive. Like that is so fucking impressive to me. But I, so like, but I also know like there is a level of disconnect that I will always have with my son because I'm so much older. You know, I'm a yeah. 40, I'm a 43 year old father, 42. I'll be 43 later this month. Uh, and so I, that means I have to work even harder, I think, to build a solid base that way, when it comes to the part where he can hate me, go that, whatever, he's gonna be like, yeah, I hate guys that are just like you, dad, but you're fine. You know, kind of an aspect <laughs> instead of just pure hate, <laughs> you know, it's so funny to me that you're like, oh yeah, my dad was around later, like during the T-ball years. Like, did you start playing T-ball in your thirties? Like what the <laughs> fuck, Josh? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, like I'm around him a whole lot right this second where it was very much my mom and then my stepmom. Uh-huh. during little baby mm-hmm. years you know toddler years and stuff like that because my dad it was you know my dad was the last that old school like he did he brought all the money to the table blah 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 and all that. yeah and i'm sure knowing him as i know him now and knowing that he was in his 20s when i was a baby that motherfucker couldn't wait to get the fuck out the house like as much as he was like down for respecting and doing what he's supposed to do because he's a father and he's proud and all that kind of stuff i there's enough of that in me of him being like oh uh, yeah when's hunting season starting yeah oh i got a softball game yeah sorry you know you Dude, can I, the kid but i got to do shit I remember like this is when I was still drinking. I was I, I think I was like out visiting my mom and I looked at photo albums with her or something. That's a horrible mistake. Never do that. Yeah. The, nope. And then I was like back 
at home in Brooklyn, hung over in the park on a Sunday, and I was thinking about the way my parents dressed in some of the photos. And or no, what this is what it was. There were like you know the hipster kids walking around wearing like fucking high waisted jeans or f- bell bottoms or whatever. Any something that's not Vans jeans and a uh-huh. fucking hoodie. And I hate it. And <laughs> I was looking at them dressing dumb and like taking pleasure in life. And the and I was like, oh, they dressed dumb like my parents did when my parents. And then I was like, oh, my parents. When my parents were the same age that I am now, I was like eight or nine yeah. and like i literally can't tie my shoes right now like i, <laughs> I switched from lace-up sneakers to slip-on shoes because i literally could not tie my shoes in the morning and i was like if i had a baby now i would forget to feed it and it would die and then yeah. i would be like why does my apartment smell weirder than usual you know the like i but just i like, yeah. my dad I didn't do at any my of age, it my, i was 21 when my dad was 42 yeah. So like, I mean, think I've about being gone. 21 and running around with a fucking baby, Josh. Yeah, dude. That, my mom was like, like hey, bro, where'd bro? you find that baby? That, <laughs> like, you gotta better put it down. Like, just leave it where you found it. The mother will want, come back for it. I want, I want you to imagine like Matthew McConaughey <laughs> from Days to Confuse, but with a brown mullet, and that is my dad with me, oh my with God. a baby. Yeah. The yeah. I keep getting older, and babies stay the yeah. same age. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a second one in two years. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, dude. It blows my mind. It's like my parents have been divorced since I was three, four. So, like, the idea of them even in the same room together at any point not fighting or something of that aspect blows my mind. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. you were 21 and she was fucking 18. That's all you got to say. That's the only reason. You know what I mean? Like, I, this, you know, I feel like Giddy will be okay because. The, and this is funny, though, the way that we sort of assess things like this, that be, because you are a good person and you do love your wife and you love your child and you love your friends. You know, I, I was like I was watching um, this documentary today about um, in 2007, there was this like big scandal that there was this funeral home that was like harvesting bones yeah. and tissue from like dead bodies yeah. in um, in I think it was in Brooklyn or fucking Queens or something like that. And they're interviewing the guy in prison and he's like, you know, I feel so, te- you know, uh, uh, like I feel so terrible for the way I've hurt my friends and family, you know, like I'm a good person. And I was like, bro, you are literally a ghoul. You're literally a ghoul. That, that is the definition of what you are. You're a fucking ghoul. Why mm. do you think you're a bad mm. person? And you think you're a terrible person. I think I'm an awful person. Dude. And, and, and you're a yeah. great dude. And yeah, the you, and and maybe I, I don't maybe it's like some fucking weird Zen cone where you have to think you're a piece of shit to be okay. And yeah. the I, I, I think my know, dad I mean, thought he was a good dude too, and I, you know, and that's why oh, I'm an alcoholic. You know, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, yes, I, 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 yeah. There is definitely some aspect of that because I've never thought of my my dad as someone who thinks of himself any other thing other than being like not perfect but pretty awesome. Uh-huh. Uh, you should see him. You should see him standing next to uh, dancers at burlesque shows. It's 
fucking hilarious. Oh god. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that, oh yeah. Uh, dude, he's been single for 15 years now, bro. It's dude, it's it's hilarious. I remember when my dad came to visit me in New York and I was that's when I was like working at a couple of different bars. And so like I just brought him around town and like we went to a bunch of different places the and everywhere you know because I worked in the industry everywhere I went the fucking door guy was like, "Yo, what's up?" And mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, this is my dad." And everybody was like, "Hey, how are you? Nice to meet you." You know, and then like he didn't pay for, you know, a drink anywhere and then, and the last place we went was like the bar where I was currently working and you know he had whatever four fucking scotches or whatever he was drinking (laughs) and then at the end of the night he you know we were in the cab on the way back and he's half lit and he looks at me and he was like you know I think that bartender at the last place really liked me. <laughs> I was like, Dad, you fucking rube. You fucking rube. You can literally <laughs> replace Brooklyn Bar with Memphis Shitty Strip Club, and I have almost that exact same story. <laughs> I think she really liked me, Josh. I was like, yeah, that's the point, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. One of, my, that, one of my mom's brothers, one of my cousins, second cousin, whatever the hell, I ran into him one night at the Shake Junt I was working at here in town. And it was the first time that I had seen anybody in my family on either side of my family ever in the dark side, you know, in my world. Right. right. So that night I didn't hook him up or nothing. Cause that's not my place. And I ain't paying for nothing for that kind of thing. Yeah. But I made sure uh, uh, that he had a good time. Like yeah. I got him the thing where he gets up on stage and all the girls put their tits in his face. I paid for that kind of a thing. Yeah, da, yeah. Da, da, da. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Next day I come into work the next day. And this one chick walks up to me. She goes, uh, your cousin owes me $400. And I was like, and why are you talking to me? She goes, because he's your cousin. I was like, what am I, the fucking mom? Beat his ass. Go slash his fucking tires. I didn't tell you to fucking do that shit. That's, that's <laughs> fucking wild. That, was he like getting dances on credit or something? Oh, dude, the amount of promises, the amount of times that often that kind of thing happens when you get a guy who gives a lot of money up front and then yeah. he's already, or, or lies about it to a certain degree where he gets a little more and then they, they're like, I'm not forgetting the fact I've been sitting on your dick for the last fucking 45 minutes. You know, uh, it's, oh man, that's, that's a, uh, Biden needs to work on the strip club, uh, debt forgiveness. <laughs> See, where do you do? What do you, I, I guess I have to write it out or something. Cause like I have this font of information of this three year, three to five year period when I was working there as a DJ that I have nothing to do with. I can't give that to Giddy. You know what I mean? What am I? What, I can't tell Gideon the story about the chick that I put up to a tool song. So she put a razor in her mouth and tried to kill me twenty minutes later. I like, mean, the we are going to be preserving this for yeah, his like, vault, like <laughs> on the twelfth, his twelfth birthday. We're going to like sit him down. I like, the, I like how we both do, sound like we're just passing joints back and forth, but we're just two wheezy assholes. Oh days. god, yeah, the, dude. I had to hit my fucking inhaler before this, which is why, <clears> one of the reasons why my brain is so squirrely. But I just, I still can't breathe. The yeah. Like getting over COVID, man, it feels like kicking a drug, except you didn't have a good time. You're mm-hmm. not like you're not yeah. paying the bill because, you know, oh, that was my fucking ketamine summer or whatever uh-huh. the fuck. You know, no, I was just the <laughs> I watched like the fucking asshole car garage show. What <laughs> like I watched I like, how it, like, like six shows <laughs> it all blurred together and it's all the same people. It's the hot chick or, where you're yeah. like, does she really know something about cars? Because she was like, oh, yeah, the carburetor wasn't spinning correctly. And you're like, ah, I don't well, see, it's it. the thing now. sus, you know, you got better odds of her knowing what the fuck's going on than one of the other host dudes who are reading off cue cards and shit. When it comes oh, yeah. To that the, kind of crap. There's always the, then there's the I'm the crazy guy, <laughs> you know, the yeah, yeah the, the guy who should be on Weasel and the Dean Sunday mornings. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the um 
I still feel, I remember I took mescaline in Mexico once and that was a drug that sort of, um, it was, uh, mescaline will give you the Canadian goodbye where they like, it's like says goodbye to you. And then two hours later, you're, it's like, you're still really? like fucking man. Are you leaving or that the... is so dead on? And it's like <laughs> when I, the, the time I did it was very much like, I only knew how to attach it to when I did, I used to do a lot of acid and every now and then you'd take some acid that wouldn't really leave to where the point where like you'd come, you'd have come down from the high, but like, and you might even be able to hit the bowl a couple times because that's always when you, you know the acid's done. It's when you can get high again, for lack of that. You sit there in that last hour of it going, I wish I'd sober up so I could get stoned. Like, this is <laughs> annoying right now. But then you'd fall asleep and you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm still trailing. Huh. Well, I, yeah. this drive to work is going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. This yeah, definitely that was, feels that like was, the. It feels like the go. second or third day after like mm-hmm. too much acid where you're like Oof. fucking you're like just looking at your hand like still really yeah. like the yeah. and and it'll go away mm-hmm. like the it's um it's sort of I mean it, it's every drug analogy it's like the um it's like taking mushrooms and then realizing like oh fuck I, I still have to pay the water bill before the <laughs> before they kick in and then you're like <laughs> I have nine minutes. <laughs> I have nine minutes to go to like yeah. run down to the fucking check cashing place and put $200 on this so they don't turn it off. The, and I, I don't know if I'm going to make it or not. You know, I went to the grocery store the other day and I was like, okay, you can grab six food items. What are they? Cause that's all. Cause you're going to start shaking, holding the yeah. fucking shopping cart. Like the, you know, <sighs> one of the weirdest things I picked up from working at the strip club as a DJ was being able to compartmentalize and be able to knock stuff out in a timely frame as far as minutes go, because you had to, I figured out how to do everything in three and a half minutes because you yeah. always had to be back up to put the next song on no matter what on earth you were having to do. So by the end of me working there, I mean, fuck you. It's, it's, and it's weird what sticks with you after a while. And if I put my mind to it where I was like, I got nine minutes to do that. We could fucking do this. I may get a ticket, but we're going to fucking do this. You know? Yeah. Yeah. The, it's weird <clears throat> to think of songs as the unit of measurement. The, there was a great, I think it was an that's episode a strip club of, right there, dude. That's, that's how you mark the whole night is, is yeah, I guess it's, I guess, is, it's, it's, you know? uh, it's a unit of currency too. Oh, a hundred percent, dude. There would be times where I would literally be like, I have to take a shit. It's time to put on a typo negative song. You know, <laughs> I almost got a spit take. Shit. Shitting to typo negative. Oh god, the, that will be the name of your. Uh, that you will be the name sure of your cool. memoir. <laughs> you got to make it sure it's cool with Dreamer on Satellite One because she's gonna be pissed that she doesn't know who the fuck that shit is right there, and it's gonna affect her money. You know, it the, turns into a whole thing. There's also the. I wonder if this is just a New York thing, but like being at a restaurant and where you're listening to, you're at an Indian restaurant listening to Indian music, and then the Spotify ads come on. Yeah, that must <laughs> and it's be a like uh, TurboTax. You know, actually, <laughs> I think that happens. That happens where I am now at the sandwich shop at the grocery store because they'll put it on some stations every now and then. All of a sudden, we'll have commercials, and you're like, when you're when you haven't heard one in like three days, you're like, why is why is somebody talking? Like, why am I hearing anybody? Yeah. I don't want to hear Steven Tyler sell grandma shampoo or whatever the hell it is. Man, I I used to have uh, mixed, like, tapes that I made when I was a kid, like, just recording off the radio. Uh-huh. The, like, you know, fucking Raiders oh, of yeah. the Lost Ark would be on TV or whatever. And you'd be like, oh, I got to copy this, you know. Absolutely, dude. All the work we went to fucking documenting, Ooh. like, the shitty TV cut I had that of a movie move. that's, you know, fucking everywhere, you know. Yeah. The, um, but, you know, to 
to hear a commercial when you haven't heard a commercial. My, my friend Lou Poster, who I just stayed with, wonderful guy, great friend. The, um, you know, he looked out for me when I was sick there, and, and like, I never felt um, like I was being a burden, and I can always be grateful to him. Lou is a fucking liar because he was like, oh, yeah, we have a Hulu down at the cabin. You don't have a Hulu. You have Hulu with ads. Anybody has that kind of Hulu. You don't have it. The Hulu has you, motherfucker. I had to sign in with my own account. This is I'm fucking going to take like an a, Airbnb. I'm going to dock a star from the fucking imaginary Airbnb. Oh, man. Oh, dude. God. Um, yeah, I, the other day, uh, uh, it's it's weird how connections are. You'll you'll know this, like you know how when you've been on tour with somebody for a while, and and long time girlfriends, you know it's like it, it's weird how things can affect out of nowhere. The other day, um, Kara is taking a nap. It's a Sunday. I try and let her sleep as long as she can on the weekends. I watch Giddy as much as I can. Blah blah blah. And uh, she gets up while we're having a snack, and she walks over. I give her a hug, and I put my head right where it goes, right on her boobs. And she goes, you feel warm. Do you feel okay? And I'd felt fine all day. Oh, no. But I didn't get a lot of sleep the night before. And uh, so immediately in that moment, I'm like, Am, do I feel okay? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. And then the rest of that night, it's like, because the paranoia of being yep. sick of any kind, you know, and it had been a week since we had our last show. And, uh, and I did stand up to 12 people the next day, which, of course, that would be the time when I would get sick. Absolutely. And, uh. And then the next day at work, or that night, Giddy didn't sleep very well, so I slept like maybe three or four hours. And the next day at work, I felt like ass. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, you know, the whole thing where I'm like literally looking at my phone going, do I tell her now? Do I need to take a test first? But I'm at work. Do I need to leave work? All that kind of shit. And then I took a couple aspirin and felt amazing and had my assistant manager look over at me and go, yeah, it's because you haven't slept, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and it was just, it is, it'd be like, oh, yeah, oh. Okay, cool, good. It's not that, but like the weight of that worry for like an hour and a half and then the whole night before was just insane. Yeah, the I I do love that you're And all because of a hug. I I love that your head is just the third boob in your house. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, I've been called that before. But uh <laughs> That was one of the things when I felt myself starting to get sick when I was at Lou's. So Saturday we or, See, Friday we went to the bar to see our friend Brad play and hung out. But it wasn't like we weren't like fucking licking eyeballs and mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? Um, and then Saturday is when I played the show. And then Did you share microphones. I think I, I think I, I think I remembered to I, I think I, I did bring my mic and I think I actually did remember to swap it out. Okay. The but I, before I had been practicing using the PA at Lou's place, and I didn't swap my mic out until later. Yeah. So it could have been that. But then, but Lou ended up fucking getting COVID yeah. too. The so, but it was. But then Monday, I was just feeling real like the not right. Like when you, you know take I mean? but, when you take ecstasy, yeah. eating up is what we used to call that. Eating up the next day and, after the day after ecstasy, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, or, or not even that, but just like the when you take ecstasy and and then you're like, I'm not going to buy from Gary again because this <laughs> doesn't feel like yeah. ecstasy. I just yeah. I feel I just feel weird. I feel uh -huh. like sick or the my head felt like a little swimmy and the like when you get when you think you're smoking crack but it's actually angel dust. 
all right, that's a deep cut. I haven't done that. The only times I smoke crack, it was actually crack. So you, fucking, you win this round, I've McLean. Smoked, <laughs> I've smoked crack three or four times, and only once was at Angel Dust. But in the moment, I literally could look at the guy and be like, I know what crack tastes like, dude. This is not crack. And he goes, you know what crack tastes like? And all of a sudden, my life was darker than that dude's was. Wow, that's that's a way to get the the win and the loss in one <laughs> fell swoop. You know, there is the co- uh, title of my album. Yeah, <laughs> there's the title of the book right there. Winning, winning, and losing in this fucking same stroke. The um, speaking of winning and losing, the heels has a new fucking record coming. Well out. done, well done, there, Mr. Product Black placement, House. right there, buddy. We yeah. call that's a in that in the biz we call that a segue. <laughs> yeah, uh, this October. Uh, late October pre pre-sale uh, pre-sales on October 8th uh new records from altercation called uh, pop songs for a dying planet uh, Brandon's been holding on to that top title for about seven years for I was right gonna thing. say because it sounds so familiar that I, I'm mm-hmm. like that's not a fucking thrill kill cult uh, no we've been using it that... as a saying and shit like that for like forever okay uh, the, and, uh, uh, maybe that was the was, password for your Hulu account. <laughs> well, it was supposed to be like the last record was supposed to be, or this one was supposed to be called Heal America, or the last one was, and that was the plan forever. And then the world, the we turned into like heels everywhere in America, and not in a fun way. So it was like, well, that's that's lost its charm. <laughs> that title that we've been expecting to use for three years lost its charm. Yeah. So uh, you know, Brennan's been sitting on that one, and uh, you know, there's there's nothing like getting a title of some shit like that from Brennan. There's just absolutely like yeah. the, I man from the second I met that dude, Hey, I liked him. I met him when he was like 14 sneaking into the P and H acting like he was 21, but because he was chunky and had a beard, I didn't second guess. Cause I liked the kid. Yeah. And uh, like when I met, when I literally legit met the real Brennan was, he was singing for his old Americana band river rats. And up until him, I fucking hate that music, dude. I hate, I fucking hate that fucking <laughs> sad bastard fucking acoustic there's, guitar shit. There's Even a now, joke like there the, with the River Rats thing. There's a joke there about uh, uh, Emmett, Otter, Emmett mm-hmm. Otter's Power Bottom <laughs> River Nightmare Band. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever it is, Nightmare Jug Band. Nightmare Jug Band, yeah. Uh, but uh, I almost but yeah. got that out, and you were fucking taking a sip, too. That was my big <laughs> chance, and I fucking blew it. I was, like, starting to cough, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get the tag or do you get the call? <laughs> uh, but yeah, we walked into a, what was the old high tone and Brennan was up there singing and doing his thing. And I listened to it. And I looked over at Karen. I was like, you know what? I hate this kind of music, but I like the way this fucking loser does it. Yeah. And uh, I was in the band like six months later or some shit like that. And it's, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, we, uh, we recorded last year. I, I, I like that Brennan was 14 when you started. So it's like, you're, you're grooming him for a band. <laughs> You're like, will be mine. I will. I will pluck. I had. I want to have you in a metal band right. first, and then I'll have you to myself. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not gonna lie. There was a moment there, like early days during the River Rats thing. Like I didn't like that genre of music, but I wanted to link my fucking whatever the hell I have to what he does because I knew there was something there to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, like you know, it's you know how how rare it is when you get past a certain age of any time where you get a you get shown a genre of music that you've hated most of your time, but you found the key to not hating on it anymore you know i'm in a town of lucero fucking lovers which i like it now but for a yeah. long time i wasn't a much of a lucero fan just because if you you had to be one you know what yeah. i mean and i'm i'm that asshole yeah yeah and, no, uh, i feel that I've, I've made a whole point my entire life of fucking not belonging to anything <laughs> exactly and uh uh but when but the 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 moments like two or three huge moments hit when we were you know seeing being opened up to something that you're really yoked into 
and then us having to practice. He lived down the street from me, we found out, right? And then, like, we were sitting out on the porch one day, and uh, I looked over at him because I'd been sick for about two weeks, and I'd gotten into wrestling documentaries on Netflix. This is before there was any WWE channel or anything like that. I hadn't gotten into wrestling since I was a kid. I, I, I feel like him. that, like meeting him when he lived in your neighborhood involved, like, uh, you know, tying a fishing line around a little like nips of, of tequila and like fishing <laughs> it into his yard. Oh, it's like... better than that. He he did the reverse to me when uh, we've been hanging out for about three or four months. I had just started in the band and he had gotten his when he got his uh, his jaw broken from that dude punching him when he had his jaw wired shut. He I got don't this remember giant... that. Oh, yeah. Uh, this was before you knew him. Oh, OK. Uh, the, I, mean, I, way, I, way I, I know nothing of this story. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is like five years before he was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but he had his jaw wired shut for like two months and they gave him liquid hydrocodone uh, mm. to drink. And I was allowed I was allowed a, a, cap, a caps full before every practice. And that was his <laughs> way of making sure I showed up to practice. And, you know, I did. And uh, well, we're sitting on the front porch one night during practice and all the rest of the guys are still working on their fucking guitar solos or some other hippie shit. And uh, he and I are smoking cigarettes and I lean in and I go, hey, man, you know, we, we seem to talk about stuff that is comfortable with each other and not anybody else. I was like. Have you seen the Stone Cold Steve Austin documentary on Netflix? And his <laughs> eyes, his eyes get big. And he literally, and I know this is an audio medium, but like he literally looks to both sides of him. Like anybody else is around and goes, brother, I watched it three fucking times. How good is it? Have you watched the one on the rock? And there's a moment in that moment right there where it's like the moment when I saw Kara the second time where I was like, I don't know if I'm meant to, but I'm going to keep this motherfucker in my life for as long as I possibly can one way or another. That moment right there was all like, I don't know what else is going to happen with anything else, but I've just found my new best friend. I'm, I'm imagining it like Lady in the Tramp with the yes, spaghetti. Exactly like it's that. just yeah. two of the tramp. Yeah, it's just two juggalo <laughs> face-painted tramps. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's before we even realized that we were both in the ICP, but that was I, he, I was in his <laughs> band for three months before he found out that I was in Primer 55 and that added this whole other weird sheen for a second because he used to be a fan and I didn't know how to oh. react to that because who the fuck liked that band? <laughs> I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Who wasn't who wasn't close to my age at that time? You know what I mean? Like who the hell was someone who's 10 years younger than me? Why the hell would you like that shit? And uh, I, yeah. I remember when people used to be fans too, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Fair I, fu- I fucked up and made friends out of them and now look at me yeah the, now you're uh, stuck doing a podcast with them wearing their fucking shirt <laughs> i i was with a lady once and i was like making her watch the the video for antics mm-hmm. and the um uh the first line you know i i've been a juggalo for most of my life she literally just like barked like caught like cough laughed yep, she, that's she, the she reaction like, yep the, and i was like i, I it was one of those moments where I was like, I, I either just fucking hit it out of the park or like the, you know, you check, up please. For, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the, that was Brennan's idea. The whole point with that, when he described it to me, he goes, you're probably going to say no to this because this isn't either, this is an all or nothing moment. And I want it for the beginning of the record. And just for Brennan to say that to me, I'm yeah. like, Oh, please. I cannot fucking wait to hear what this shit is now, you know? And, uh, uh, like this one, this this is the this one. Our new record's the first time I've ever felt comfortable enough to really step up and be like, I want this on this record. And him being like, Fuck yeah, let's do it. like your part. That I was like, I was like, we I I have a song about me doing it. We have to get Mish going. This is this is our two thousand four rap metal record equivalent. Meaning, I want my friends on this fucking thing. We're gonna have a guest guitar solo spot for one of our fucking peers. Like, and that's what we got between you and JT and having Kyle from the Sword playing guitar on Wolf. You know, and uh. 
That was that was a fucking crazy dream come true. Oh fuck me! I'm on this record. Yeah, you're on the record. Yeah, oh you're Jesus on Christ, a, uh... dude! I fucking oh. forgot the <laughs> I. <laughs> I was. I was like warming up to giving you shit for not having me play bass on this record. You had me fucking sing on the record, you fool. <laughs> the, and my brain is so scrambled. I was just like, well, see, me, I mean, to be fair, COVID's the only reason you didn't do that cuz we've been playing that from day 1. Dude, you know yeah. that we had come in cuz we'd already had a second plan and we were going to pay for an extra day in the studio, so it's just to have you know, in case you had a yeah. new song that you wanted to knock out while we were there, we could knock out old fashioned rock and roll style and like two takes kind of a thing, you know. Yep. And uh and then we ended up having to use that day to for Brennan to play bass on fucking everything. And uh because uh somebody else fell through at the last minute for it. But you yeah. know, it is what it is. It's cool. This is the first record we have where we are the only people playing on it because we had no time to do any extra instruments or anything like that. So it's literally just Brennan guitar, Brennan bass, me drums, and both of us vocals. Brennan yeah, good I... vocals and me okay vocals. <laughs> the um I feel like this record that I'm working on right now is going to end up just being all me, um, which is weird because I, you know, I, I know so many great musicians, the, but it's so easy for a record to like spin away from you. If oh, yeah. you have like the, we're going to get this person here and this person here, especially well, because you, they, you're they king made of that s- though. What's you're king that? of doing like you're king of getting like 70% of it done and then going here. Cause that's one of the best things about working with you is that when you give somebody, you do it like what we do, whereas you give it to them and you go, this is what I need, but I'm sure shit not about to tell you what the fuck to do. Why would I do that? I asked you, I want what you do, you know, kind of a thing on it, kind of a deal, but I can totally see how like that there's a, there's good, cause we've done it too, where you get something back and it, it, it they put you something you're like, well, this is fucked me up. Cause now I want to do eight other things to this song that I was never expected yeah, to want to do yeah. until I heard this beat this way or, that bass line in the middle of it that I never expected to have bass, blah, 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 you know, yeah. doing it I all keep, yourself. That's great though. That's fucking right. Well, dude. I keep doing the Tom Sawyer thing and being like, <laughs> yes, Oh, I love do. making records. Yeah. Making records is so fun. Like give me a fucking a dead cat and I'll let you uh, make my record for me. And, the, and like getting other people to do a lot of the heavy lifting. But then I just, you know, I had these, you know, I had these ideas and the, they made it so goddamn easy to record now. Mm-hmm. You know, th- remember when we were kids and like you had to fucking bus out to get the fucking God reverb or whatever, you know, just Ugh. it was so complicated. And it was like the um, it was like, you know, you're just looking at the mixing board and it just looks like it's like all Cyrillic, you know, like, oh, fuck the, you know, <laughs> are these even this numbers? The Jesus the, talked in. <laughs> dude, when I uh, when I was a kid, the first time like I saw a mixing board, the I thought that I imagined that like the engineer would be like playing like bring like all the faders and all the like yep. just all the time, like mm-hmm. constantly like uh-huh. I was like, man, fucking who can do that? It's worse than an accordion. <laughs> like the, uh, and nobody, nobody does that. And it's all fucking iPads now yeah. anyway the... yeah it's all i mean we got we got lucky toby and pete <clears throat> pete matthews and toby vesta did our record or or because we don't at least i don't i don't know if brennan's ever had the opportunity through i i i can't stand the whole uh overtly professional way of like getting everything locked in and then everything perfectly measured to click track and whatnot with that and like like this time pete said when it came to our <clears throat> last time we, i had a problem with the last record on vocals because what i sing is not always in key but it fits oh, the band. I, I know. Yeah, I know you do, motherfucker. I, 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 I held my tongue about the click track. You know I'm going <laughs> to give you shit about your fucking vocals. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I mean, what's funny is now, I, I mean, I can play the click track. But knowing every time I do it, they're all like, but you're not playing like you. I was like, yeah, because I don't play to a fucking click track live. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's yeah. there's a reason that like, Queens of Stone Age and shit like that sounds completely different live. And it's yeah. like seven times as fast. Good and for good and bad. Uh, but uh, And the answer is meth. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's so funny seeing people you grow up with go through like their different phases because like i've been on back on going through my bourdain stuff like you do when you're away from everything when you just go through the different blankets you have whether it's monty python or bourdain or uh, my comic books or you know that kind of shit and uh you hear bourdain talk about in a medium in his medium raw book about he just had his kid and it's almost exactly where i am right now is where he is in that book with his daughter uh-huh. right and uh or a little before but still you, you get my point he just talks about over and over again how uh i'm not cool anymore as soon as i saw her eyes you're just not you don't have it doesn't matter because you're you've, you the kid you're not cool there's no point in fucking fucking with leather jackets or any of that kind of stuff right and then you see him after he's with uh out, away from his wife and with Aja argento trying to be cool again and all of a sudden he's taking shirtless pictures with iggy pop in the, in the slight with josh homies with his shirt off and like smoking cigarettes again after he quit after like six or seven years and you're just like you, you'd figured it out dude and now you're you're kind of clowning <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like iggy pop's the only guy on earth who gets away with that genuinely you know yeah. what i mean because he's he's the unicorn he's yeah. the, he's the yeah. only person who can walk around without a shirt on and you're never going to care you know what yeah. i mean anybody else you're like dude what come on bro you know what he, i mean like yeah, even he, at one point, he gets away with it because nobody else does the exactly the, 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 the exception that makes the rule the, but, uh, that that is my greatest fear is that I will age like one of those guys who like you know in his fifties decides to like oh, I'm I'm going to grow my hair long you know and like do the the ponytail with the leather thong and like a fucking uh, arrowhead around my, my neck and like you know <laughs> well I mean hell Rick Springfield looks better than he ever has and he's seventy two and fucking goes around shirtless on stage now how's that for a sentence Rick Springfield is seventy. Dude. I'm gonna have to fucking look at the where's yeah. my fake in. I saw a picture to today. That's the only reason I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the but, uh, um so let's circle back to the the record. The yeah. is this one more stripped down than other stuff that you guys have done? Or the uh, like I mean, how it, it I can't turned, believe I haven't fucking heard this record, you assholes. It's it's turned, it's, it's a lot it's it's a it's like I wanna say it's angrier, but that's it's it's definitely bleaker while also being happier if that makes any sense it's very much our style like it's much it's there are certain songs that look like they sound like they could come off that that movie that thing you do but they're about some of the right. saddest shit we've ever yeah. fucking, you know because after uh it's not my place to talk about but after brennan's sister passed i can say speak to how is how it affected me and how it affected me because it's not my place to speak for brennan but right. uh how it affected me was like it felt like one of my siblings died and I called Brennan right after it happened to check on him and just told him we, we're done. We can, we can stop. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? I'm going to be your bro for the rest of my life. Uh, we're here for each other. Nothing else matters. I, it, we don't ever have to fucking play ever again or anything like that. And yeah. uh, thank God that didn't happen. And like the next four or five, you know, the rest of the album, all the stuff that you haven't heard already is that. And it's Brennan at his darkest and angriest and very much poppiest. So it's this really, really nice mix of uh it's for me this record's like the it is a little more stripped i guess but it's like us me not it's me coming to terms with not having to be fancy on the drums not having <laughs> to be over not extra yeah, yeah you know what i mean and uh and being comfortable with what my part is singing because uh-huh. like i've got a lot of harmonies on this one but it's much more of what i do doing it right what i can do instead of me just trying to be uh his harmonizer does that make sense like instead of me just yeah, trying yeah. to force it in all over the place all the places i have her that's where it should be you know yeah. what I mean? And that's it. And it may not even be for very long, but it works. The um like you you finally found your spot oh, for locally sure. in the band. That was well, that was the that was the the craziest part about the whole COVID experience. Like that whole 
six months time, I completely found my place in the band genuinely. I always thought I knew what I was doing, but then I, I really, really figured out what my point is. And, mm -hmm. uh, and then I figured out my point in my relationship with my son and my wife that I had never, in a way that I'd never had. Like, I mean, it just locked in. It was just like, oh, this is what, this is what I'm here for. This is what the fuck I'm good at. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and then to have that lock and then that lock. And then even with the kid care going, as long as you're here, like you are being a stay at home, then I'm not going to keep you from touring. Mm -hmm. And she wouldn't have said that if she didn't mean it. So like all of a sudden it was like, oh, so this is new life. This is awesome. This is, this is, everything's working. And then COVID happened and like it did for everybody else. It just fucked everything to shit, yeah. you know? And then my, with my son having uh, the deal he's got with his heart, we had to be like three times as careful, which is the other reason I have it. I, you know, I've just been locked away. You just stop doing everything. Like I have to fucking, I can't really do open mics right now because none of them are really that safe, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's a good thing I'm not doing stand up at altercation or anything. That would, that would be, a, boy, that'd be a terrible idea. God, uh, God forbid. God, could you imagine though if I had the balls to just get up and just do crowd work and altercation? Like not even just literally, because I know every single person in the crowd. I could I, literally yeah. Don Rickles an entire set one time. It couldn't be Wait, my so thing. You're, by me. you're actually you're not doing a set. You're just playing as no, heels. I'm doing both. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. The, yeah. I was like, wait, what the fuck? The, no, this, it's like, me. Let me call of course, a guy. I'm doing double the, duty. Come on. Yeah. The <laughs> God forbid, I just concentrate on being good at one fucking thing. <laughs> It's funny. It, it's so funny, like performing there because the it's altercation. So you want to come with your best game and you want it to be like your best set and you want to have fucking new material because, you know, we know so many people there and you want it to be like it, it, you want it to be both the new album and the greatest uh -huh. hits. Yeah. And then you get up there and you're like, oh, wait, I have fucking 15 minutes of material on just on JT. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Let's go. <laughs> Again, where where else am I where else am I gonna be able to make my Mr. Shibali Hulk Hogan impression joke? And it pop <laughs> like it'll never pop anywhere. You know what I mean? Like like one of my favorite moments ever was like two of them ago or whatever the fuck I'm on stage. You were there and I did something and you just shit on me. You said something to the stage, <laughs> and I told you to go eat a bag of dicks or something like that, and I got a, almost a standing go. Like, I got a round of applause for that, and just for doing it to my friend, because it gets, where else am I going to get to make, like you said, I have like 15, 20 minutes on everybody in this fucking room. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, It's like, uh, it's very inside mad ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. It's Ooh, yeah. It's, that's, it, a, the, that's a good. Yes. That's it's a, like we just we all know each other. We, well, the, see, that's man, the thing I, at this point too with me with stand up. I don't give a shit. Especially now that now that Gideon's come around, all I want to do is put out these last two. I've got two things recorded, right? That I have, and I want them out there. I'm gonna probably probably put one up free. Ooh, maybe I should do that. And just put one up free on my birthday. Uh, the this thing I recorded in Brian that was just a really great set that I got a really good recording of and I was like I want that oh, shit awesome. up. so if Giddy does ever ask later yeah. I can show him something that's not just that fucking Amazon special that is like <laughs> oh god I still that have that just... patch on my jean jacket <laughs> thanks man that I get to lot. wear two days out of the year living in fucking Phoenix I love the idea that you're wearing your jean jacket plus your heel shirt plus I'm on your arm like that definitely that makes me happy to know I mean I named my dog and my son. <laughs> from stuff from you so it's really I mean, gross the when really i when i finally got the gross. jt tattoo i was like all right i've i've like i am now the fucking our chat thread voltron I mean, i've got my mishka tattoo the, yeah. yeah me and brennan both have our mishka tattoos it's uh, uh yeah it's gosh it's really gross the, it really hey, is the here's a good idea though um what about you, you remember the old um fuck were they pal peralta or vision uh sweatpants uh-huh the we need fucking heel like the heel sweatpants like that. 
Dude, I, I would fucking totally go in on that. That would be fucking great, oh, man. Like my heels bandana. With, you'll appreciate this. We're having to deal with something new. It's not really talking out of school too much. Is with every other time we've ever come to a new record, we always I like I've I've always had a knack of being. Brennan always says I'd be a cool tour manager in another life because I like dot all the I's and cross all the T's, blah blah. Because I'm just because I've done it more than he has. That's all that is really. But uh, every time we've ever recorded a record and then released it and all that, we've always had at least two or three years of touring underneath our belt money wise to do it so when it comes time to it we're very good about not spending money unless we need to uh-huh. and uh uh and this record was the first one where it was ever like oh we we can't really afford this right now but this has been on the books for a year because we have to get our date like way ahead of the game you know what i mean and then coming coming through with it this time of like we've got the money because we're doing stuff but but i'm back to being now i'm 43 and i'm we're gonna paint a couple houses to pay for the merch <laughs> and then try and <laughs> Wait, is this a service where, where do i sign up for this the uh, paint starter <laughs> you you gotta have a you gotta have a dad who's very willing to uh oh my god in the flesh that is fantastic i was hoping to see yeah, some she, she, tonight. she was like trying to fucking like uh rip up the the fabric on my amp and she was like meowing before so i have to like the that's got to be kind of a regular thing for cat owning musicians like i think i've seen that in the past for sure yep i gotta like burp her on the mic (laughs) well you'll appreciate this today was the first day that your nephew i know he's on his slit his changing table dead looks at me in the eye and goes "Eh?" and lifts his leg and rips one i i i almost started crying i was laughing so hard dude because he legit looked at me went eh oh it was it's just dude the okay that that fucking hits home because right i got back let's see we're recording on tuesday i got back sunday night my mom came and picked me up at the airport because i'm a good boy and she lift her leg and fart for you and because i can't fucking maintain a relationship and the um you're a good boy and she um there was no food in my house. So she was like, she, you know, she knew I'd been sick and she wanted to make sure that like, um, you know, that I would be okay. So, you know, she, um, she and my sister had been looking after the the dog and the cat. So she like brought my girls back and like put them in the house and she made a, um, like an enchilada casserole for me <laughs> that she stuck in the fridge, which is amazing. The mom, <laughs> I love you. But, Ugh. but because I'm vegetarian, it wasn't like chicken enchilada. It, it was like, it was like black beans and lentils. And I didn't realize that that's oh, like no. the the fart equivalent of like a speedball. Oh, you know, the yeah. where I was literally farting myself awake all night long where I had like a fucking I had a really terrible day yesterday be, just because I was just farting myself awake all night long. Thanks to my fucking mom and her, her being fucking thoughtful and considerate. Oh. So God, uh, yes, that yeah, that sounds that sounds awful. I know I, I knew I'd let a uh, I forget about I think you and I sometimes <clears throat> forget the difference in our lives are to other people sometimes, not better or worse or necessarily just different. We've gone to, we've been at different extremes than other people have and have seen when you live in those extremes, you see different just regular things. <laughs> and Brennan was all worried about when we first started going on tour of uh how bad he snored and how bad he farted. He was like a, like a new couple would be, you know what I mean? To this day, I've only farting is totally hair, cool. Twice. Snoring is fucking <clears throat> unacceptable. Uh, I meet Jake oh, Flores he... sleep in a fucking bathtub and I'll do it again. You're, you're going to have to make Brandon do it. If y'all ever tour. Uh, <sighs> but, uh, but what's great is like, he's, he's, we, we stay at JT's house the first night and this is like early days. We've been a band for like maybe a year. We're doing the barbecue and he gets up the next day and like 
we're brushing our teeth and he kind of leaves goes, how how bad was it i was like you've never lived with a junkie before have you buddy <laughs> oh bless your heart you're like a cuddly little teddy bear next to that he kind of like lightened up he goes oh really yeah and then about a month later i get a call from jess his wife going what the fuck are you doing telling brennan he doesn't snore bad that motherfucker <laughs> shakes the goddamn windows Poor Jess. The, uh, that, poor Jess. That, that, that poor girl. The, whenever I you whenever I come to visit the it's like the I'm in the guest room and I'm like, oh man, this is fucking awesome. And I, I always forget that that's fucking Brennan's room. Yeah. Because they won't like sleep in the same room because he's the <laughs> It's like dude, a fifties couple in a movie. This is a fucked up story, but I'm gonna tell it. The um spring of last year when I you know, when I was coming through Memphis the and you and Kara were like happy to see you happy to see you over there on the other yeah. side of the yard motherfucker yeah you, you know Here's your the, nephew don't touch um, the I was uh I was traveling through with Sonia who nobody knew so we sort of like hung out and kind of had like polite conversation and whatever and and she and I were both like exhausted and the you know just from like long drives every day so then we like um brennan put us in his bed so we went and like did it and then we were going to sleep and then and brennan and jess were staying up and like just fucking i don't know snorting shots of tequila or whatever the fuck <laughs> like you do oh it's 11 o'clock it's time the, for a shot yeah and the then i heard him like outside the door like creepy bigfoot you know the and he was like hey man y'all still awake and i was like yeah, yeah yeah come on in come on in man the and uh dude and he came in i heard his voice crack and he was like man it's so good to see you and he just came and like laid down on top of me yeah and fucking cried on my neck and the been a rough year bud and dude like more than anything else the just the Mm. four of us losing our fucking minds the last couple of years on on our you know that chat thread yeah and you had like a new person dying every fucking 10 days or two weeks my and uncle like, got yeah Bre- that, yeah, you know, yeah it still happens yeah oh god and, and you know and like brennan losing his sister and like jt and i each going through our own like different things the um man it's so fucking hard to watch your friends suffer and the and i had no idea like what to I have no idea what to say to you about parenthood or, you know, the having, having a baby, having your first baby, having your only baby. I pray it's your only baby. It's our only baby. You know, after, after taking care of my mom, it's definitely our only kid. And, and having a kid with a fucking heart thing during a pandemic with an illness that fucking attacks your heart. Yeah. You know, the, um, and the, and also like, sorry, Kara, y'all are old. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like you're going to get another chance. This is fucking this is it. You know, yep. the you guys like fucking it's like last call, you know, yep. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God, it's such a last call moment. It's not even <laughs> funny, dude. I was out the door. <laughs> I, know. I was out the fucking door and then closing time started playing and I was like, ah, oh, one God. more shot. Yeah, yeah. Then you go to the bar and you're like, let me get four fatherhood. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Let me get one of everything for the next 18 years. <laughs> oh, my fucking God, uh, dude. But yeah, it's so it, it, just been such a fucking wild time, man. And yeah. the, it feels so weird to get it now. I, it feels like 
like kind of gauche where I'm uh-huh. like, oh, have you guys heard of this show? Uh, you know, um, <laughs> The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, you heard of the Red Hot Chili Peppers? <laughs> this fucking great new band. They're really into California. The, like, <sighs> you like you the heard one of guy Game of Thrones? I the, found this, this new cool band. new TV show. <laughs> this is band that was on Stranger Things. Have you heard of Metallica? This is something. Yeah. They just, yeah. I, you know, I thought I'd like gotten away without it. And the, well, see, there's also a tiny part of me that, like, that was the whole thing. Like, if we hadn't been pregnant when it all happened, we would have still been very careful, but I would have gotten it by now. I would have totally yeah. been a little looser on it than I am. Because, like, because of Kitty, I have had to be like, what do we use now instead of saying, like, a Nazi about it? Because I don't want to say, I don't want to be like that, but, like, I'm careful. Been, yeah, autistic <laughs> you know, about yeah, it. The, a, a Martinet. Yeah. Because Martinet is such a great word. Yeah. The, and it's never used. There should be a fucking Motown band called the Martinets. I'm genuinely surprised when you said that. I was like, that's got to be a band, right? The Martinets has got to yeah. be a thing that existed. Uh, but uh, yeah, so. But yeah, I've had to be like just on it. And even then, I catch moments where I forget and I have nothing but guilt. Like I will literally, there's a, a steak escape right around the corner from here at my mom's place. And uh, I go once a week because it's like the, this tiny bit of normalcy that I can have that I can treat yeah. to myself. And uh and I went in the other day and forgot to wear a mask, and I stayed up all night thinking about it. And then I got sick, you know. And then this thing whole bit happened where yep. I started feeling bad, and I was just like, "I mean, Jesus Christ! Like that's not fair!" <laughs> like, and now it's just how it is. Like that shit's not going anywhere. This is here to stay from here on out, you know. So it's just a matter of getting yeah. vaxxed. It's just old school flu days. But you know, it's says Levi. Yeah, fun. it's funny because the I haven't been sick in three fucking years. Mm-hmm. The last time I was sick was like August of 2019 when I was on tour in the UK mm. and I got so sick for like 10 days, you know, where like, I, I think you were laid the fuck out. Yeah. I, th- I, I think I actually like missed a show and the, and there was also a show where I like, you know, had to walk from my hotel to the venue and I just put on every single piece of clothing I brought with <laughs> me for the entire tour, walked <clears throat> over there, just shaking. Both pairs of jeans. Yeah. The I only carry one pair of jeans now because I don't piss my pants anymore. <laughs> the, and the I've done I've done six weeks on the road on one pair of jeans, dude. The don't, did, I did don't a, fucking play. I did a month tour opening up for dope when I was at Primer 55 with one pair of jeans, two t-shirts, and a hoodie because I was told all these t-shirt companies were giving us stuff to wear all the time anyway. So I didn't do it. And it was they had just stopped. <laughs> but it was like your whatever. jeans smell like fucking cool ranch Doritos well, and cat. No, piss because I was I was I was coked up enough and and scared enough of I enjoyed I was trying Wait, to the enjoy coke that sweat part. and the drummer sweat canceled each other out. <laughs> well, no, I washed my shit every night. I would just walk out with my oh, underwear wow. to the fucking wash it. I would wash that shit almost every single day. The whole wow. just take off all my clothes, throw it in one time, and just be done with it. And you get in kind of a zone after a while, but you know whatever. That seems like an awful lot of work, man. It was. Oh, it was absolutely. But I also didn't like the people I was with. So it was an excuse to get the fuck out of the hotel room. So, you know, a little time to myself yeah. reading and, and, and grinding my teeth without someone asking me why. <laughs> I just want to grind my teeth and, and fucking, I'm fucking quiet. fine. Yeah. <laughs> Can I be trapped in this K-hole in this laundry by my goddamn self, please? <laughs> this thing is going in a circle and I'm loving it. Give me a shoulder rub, you bitch. <laughs> the... um. So what do you have coming up this year? The you have the heels record, so it's pre-order in October. Yeah, October eighth is that's the, when uh, the pre-order, pre-order starts. When does it drop? Uh, the twenty-first. 
So uh, pre-order October eighth. It drops October twenty-first. Oh fuck! Yeah, 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 dude. I have to do my calendar. I, I have no idea when anything's. Ha- I think I'm supposed to go to a wedding. Well, I'm actually opening for. I'm actually opening for JT and Eddie the 22nd at the High Tone here in town or in Memphis. The, That'll be a. You're opening for them the 22nd of, of August. August. Like okay, two so, weeks from now. Yeah. So like everybody that. go and see Josh in Memphis at a place called the High Tone with JT yeah. Habersat and Eddie Pepitone on August 22nd. This is going to drop. This is going to go out on Thursday. I oh, think. we're we're opening up so. for uh, Ben from Lucero and Corey Brannon uh, doing an acoustic set September 5th, I want to say, at the High Tone. That'll be rad because it, 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 it's interesting. We do that show almost once about once a year. Uh-huh. And it's, uh, you know, we were acoustic uh uh, fans of the show uh we were we were acoustic for the first three or four years we were together before we finally got our thumb out of our asses and did the right thing we were playing with you i think we went electric like right before we started playing with you the first time around i want to say what uh, what was brennan he was he has that washburn now which sounds good mm-hmm. the um I, and, yeah you know me dude i'm not the gear guy oh yeah i know yeah, he, yeah. he, he plays the guitar that works fucking opening this, door, <laughs> this one stays in tune that's what i know about this one <laughs> Yeah, the, um. <laughs> but uh, we got we got that, and then we're gonna try and tour next spring. I think it's the idea, right? Is spring or next summer, try and do like two weeks something because we I I just want to we you know when you have a kid, and we've had this discussion before. I ever had a kid when you were like worried. I remember I remember distinctly there was a point where we were touring a lot. And you're like Josh, just don't get pregnant. You're doing really <laughs> good right now. Does you everybody have great. a fucking impression of me? I hate it. The, uh, I was yeah, in New York, and one of my boy. students was like, anything that stands between you and your writing is bullshit. And I was like, that's true. And also, <laughs> fuck you. Don't the don't throw it back at me. The But, uh, but uh, you know. Wait, uh, was, it, was that your revenge for me telling you not to get pregnant? Was like, oh, you know, fucking name your kid or name, one of your name my kid yeah, after you? Yeah. Probably. Probably. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, uh, it's we'll always be playing, but there's only who knows with how the world is, especially with COVID happened and all that kind of stuff, you know, like shit can change on a dime. So you want to try and get as much as you can while you can. And uh, like, I want to make sure we do Florida. I want to go to Wisconsin to go see Lighty, you know, like yeah. pretty much at this time I want to, I can, we can set up a tour where just my, our favorite comics live Yeah, and yeah. work when work backwards from that. Like there's no way where I'm not going to go, go to Philly to see, you know, or New Hampshire to see Shenoyne. Yeah. Just so we can go play that part of the country. Like that, that's our excuse to go stay in that part of the country is like, well, I can know we can sleep one night. We can sleep on the fucking floor of this house yeah. at least and tough it up from there, you know? And I want to, you know, I don't want to get so fucking old. I can't go, uh, I can't do nine hour car rides anymore. That that'll be, that'll be when I feel like I've bitched out for lack of a better term, even though it's not the right term. You know, that'll be when you're 45. Like, me. yeah, fuck off. The, no, uh... man, absolutely not. I, I love, I, I miss, honestly, I legit miss, like I knew I could never really, be well, you are travel size. Yeah, oh, 100%, you fucking bitch. Uh, I'm, I'm like... The, proud of dude, that at this point. When, when you guys were fucking roasting me for posting a picture of me wearing a white t-shirt, I was like, oh my god, the Josh is just fucking travel-sized me. And the, and I'm like, super-sized Josh. That's terrifying. Uh, well, super-sized Josh. I've good. given up on you know, the hope of ever getting fucking heels out here to the middle of the desert, but anytime you want to come out here and headline one of the house shows, the, like, let's fucking make it happen. Well, that's that's the idea, is that, like, if you know, I know I know we'll probably not be able to unless we had somebody floating the money wise boat. There's no way we'd be able to go out for more than like a week at a time. It's, it's a too thing. fucking far out here. You know, the, but yeah. God, dude, to be able to, to 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 be able to play with you on home turf on your own, you know what I mean? Like in that world would be I, I mean, Brent and I talk about morning and if it just to pet your fucking dog, dude. 
Yeah, like it would be yeah. worth it for that alone. You know, I mean, like why honestly, you wanna, the you know, Poe why would you want to go play at Prince Charming's house at his where he, where where the queen is not too far away and all the princesses are not. You know what I mean? Like, who fucking wouldn't want to do that? Pogue will tell you this too that and JT as well that the you you don't come out here to fucking do shows. You come out here to fucking hug my mom and do drugs and play with the cat and the dog. And the price of admission for doing those three things is you have to play a show or two while you're here. It's a fucking drag. You come to Memphis (laughs) specifically to play a show once. When I first met you every other time since then, I think it's turned much more into like you come, you hang, we do some shit. And they're like, Oh yeah, you got a show while you're here. You know what I mean? I'm I'm, st- I, I'm starting to figure this thing out, you know, because when I was in Ohio, like I was just hanging with um with my buddy Lou, and you know Lou and I have toured together. Or you met him? He played yeah. in um in Memphis with you guys once. The, yeah. And I I was there hanging out with him and his wife, and or or his partner, the whatever Donna. Fucking, you know who you are. The <laughs> the um and uh, we were. We were just hanging out all day. The, he has like a little pond with fish in it. We'd go out and yell at the fish. Huge fucking alligator snapper turtles in the pond. And the, this awesome dog named Stax and the cats. And, you know, just the doing all the stuff. And then I was like, holy shit, man. We don't have to go on tour to hang out together 17 hours out of the day. I could just go visit somebody and we mm-hmm. can just like buckle into the couch mm-hmm. and like just sit there all day and don't I mean, we don't have to deal with the most unpleasant part of touring which is fucking playing shows and stand up that, late. I mean, I kind of looked at that from from day 1 because we never did a whole bunch of like weeks weeks at a time. Our our road shows are our little vacations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's and and I don't know if I could make it. That's why I could never really be a proper stand up in my eyes because I can't. I hate unless I'm opening with JT or like maybe if you did, if I opened up for you or something. I don't fucking like going on tour doing stand up. It's not fun. It's yeah. lonely. It's, it's a, a drag and doing it in crowds that aren't what I've gotten used to with us for lack of a better station uh, altercation crowds. You know what I mean? Yep. That kind of thing. Yep. It's not fun doing stand up. I've I missed the arc of wanting to improve my craft enough to really be able to do it for everybody at any point anywhere. Now, if there's not like a sea of people in black shirts, I really don't give a shit. I'm fine. <laughs> I don't have it's, to do this tonight. Dude, it's not it's that fun, big. I can just be the drummer in heels tonight. You know what I mean? Funny, I always it have changes. That it turns on a fucking dime for you because the touring at a DIY level for a long time when you're a young person, it's like the, you know, all right, well, we'll just eat off the fucking fixings bar at Carl's Jr. Yeah. or we'll go to Shoney's and then I can fucking steal enough trail mix that, you know, the, well, and, and yeah. then you're like, oh, you know, and then you come back and you're fucking counting your nickels and stuff. And we're like, I, I made $11 profit per day, you know, the, yeah. and it's great to learn that skill and to, to budget like a fucking Martinet, mm-hmm. you know, but then at, when you well get done. older and you have a job and your back hurts all the time, mm-hmm. then you you're, you approach touring and you're like, or we could just spend all the money we make on the road every single day on the road and have a good time. Good time. Yeah, and have the memory <laughs> instead of it being a slog. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but we're, we're both, we're, we're really lucky as being just a two piece that our overhead is significantly. Now we don't have like five dudes to throw in on gas. So yeah. that's like a backlog, but you know, we can, we can easily share a bed if we have to somewhere we, you know, we don't go whenever we play places. I don't really, I don't, I'll, I'll take two sodas and Brennan can have a beer, but that's it. I want my money. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? I, you know, that kind of a, we, so it's way easier to do 
oh, we can actually afford, we're going to have a hotel instead of just driving 12 hours straight. We're going to drive seven and a half until we're genuinely tired and then enjoy six hours of sleep. And then we're going to get up at four. Like, like when we came and, and did a, what was the one, the new Orleans show, Jesus yeah, Christ, yeah. that new Orleans show with you, where we drove all the way down. We got there early that day, had a sandwich hung out. And it was, that was what it was about. The show was kind of an afterthought really that, you know what I mean? The show was the reason we could afford it, but it wasn't the reason we were there at all. I remember, <laughs> but, cause it's one of my favorite moments that ever is the first time you and Brennan ever, like sat down and bullshitted, bullshitted without it being right before we played together in Memphis or something like that. And uh, both of you were a little nervous, like not obviously nervous, but like Brennan was nervous from a fan level. I know that because he said that specifically to me. And I'm sure you were nervous of all like, don't ruin this, Brennan. Please don't end up being some weird psycho. I don't need to learn anything. <laughs> I don't need to learn anything else about you that's going to ruin this because this kind of works, you know, that kind of a thing. You know, and we were there till I made, I went to bed at one Brennan went to bed at three and then I got an alarm to get up at four and we drove all the way back and shot a video that day. We shot a music, that video with us playing with goats with me on, thank God for Percocet. That's the only reason I was alive that day. Our relationship with Brennan has changed so much. Now it's just me like fucking texting him memes and him, him not responding. <laughs> Welcome to my life, motherfucker. <laughs> fucking piece of shit. The, um, Josh. Thanks so much for doing this, dude. The Thank you, it's brother. this is the only reason I do the podcast is because like the there when when else would we fucking talk on the phone for yeah. an hour or whatever? Yeah, right. You know? Oh, when someone when one of our friends ODs or somebody dies, yeah, that's when we talk yeah, on yeah. the fucking phone. Well, bad news. That's you know, it. it's never good news. When I see you calling, I'm like, oh, I don't. I need this. Or of oh fuck, hold on, let me let me clear my schedule. You yeah, know that yeah, kind of shit. Dark days. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want, I can just send you one of the new songs. You could play it on your show if you want. Oh my god, can we play a fucking new track yeah! on the show? I'll send you the, the first single. You for, know the uh, um. I guess you you know the record label douchebag. You can hit him up. For I mean, the, you know the record label douchebag too, motherfucker. <laughs> and it's not like you do. So yeah. Oh fuck yeah! All right. Uh, this is our uh, global this is a song premiere of uh dread the new song off the new heels record josh i love you you're the fucking best dude love you buddy all right take care brother all right man
folks thank you so much for listening i know there's uh some million podcasts out there we appreciate you uh you spending your time with us the um if you're digging the show if you're enjoying it if you if these conversations uh move you make you laugh annoy you piss you off um, please take a minute to uh, to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, it helps us grow the show and it helps other people find it. Um, if you'd like to hear bonus episodes, song demos, just sort of uh, ranting off the cuff uh, conversations, all sorts of different uh, bonus material, writing advice, uh, personal blog posts and stuff like that. Uh, go to patreon.com slash Mishka Shabali. Uh, we will be having monthly episodes up there with my mom and I answering uh, questions from readers. And there's all kinds of good stuff there. Uh, thank you so much for supporting.